Hello and welcome to the Quietly Visible podcast. I'm your host, Carol Stewart, founder of The Bounding Solutions and author of Quietly Visible, leading with influence and impact as an introverted woman. And this is a podcast for introverted women who want to thrive as leaders and in life. And today I'm going to share with you five techniques to help you ace your next job interview. Um, And I wrote an article about this a short while ago and it, it was as a result of having a week where two of my coaching clients were successful in securing promotions um, and this was something that they had both worked hard for and which was well deserved and in order to secure their promotion they had to overcome many challenges to get there and they succeeded and I am very happy for them And it got me reflecting on some of the common challenges I see amongst introverted women when they're going for interviews for senior leadership roles. And these challenges make the interview an unpleasant experience and they they stop them from being at their best. So I'm sharing some suggestions on how you can overcome these challenges that will help you when you go to to go before your next interview panel and so think about the it in stages um, and by breaking down the different stages then it makes it easier for you to know what to focus on to know how to prepare yourself and so leading up to the interview the way that most interviews are conducted they don't necessarily allow for people who are introverted to be at their best because there's often a lack of that thinking time that us introverts need. You ask the question and you're expected to respond on the spot. And for us introverts, this doesn't come naturally because we have a preference for thinking and processing the information and then saying what we want to say. Where our extroverted colleagues, they are, they are found it easier to say what they want to say and process that information as they're talking. In an interview environment, for somebody, if if the interview panel or whoever's interviewing you doesn't understand this and the different thinking styles and processing of information, then it can come across as someone is uncertain or. They may think that that person doesn't know what to say or they're lacking confidence. That's one of the reasons why I get on my soapbox about the unfavourable bias that exists towards introversion because interviews are one way in which that bias shows itself. And so that's why doing your preparation before the interview is so important and it's not just preparing but doing adequate preparation. Um, Oftentimes when I get a new client who's been unsuccessful at interviews or unsuccessful at getting promoted and we've gone through the interview process to break down what has happened and to review and analyse you know what they could do differently, quite often I find that they've not adequately prepared for the interview and sometimes they you know they, they get so busy that 
they've not had that chance to really sort of sit down and go through what they're how they're going to perform in the interview they've maybe sort of had a brief look over papers that have been sent done a bit of research about the role or the organization but they haven't necessarily prepared themselves adequately so here are some things that you can do and this isn't an exhaustive list but it will help you when preparing for your interview so first of all understand how the role fits into the bigger picture so the role that you're applying for how does that fit into the bigger picture of the organization is it that um you know you're a, is it a small cog in a a big wheel so to speak or is it the big wheel is, is it the big picture so thinking about how that fits in um and looking sort of outwardly in terms of the bigger picture but also looking narrower as well and looking at well how it fits into to those particularly if it's a more senior role to those people in the organization that or the reporting lines into the role as well as well as who the role reports into and and looking at and so trying to get a feel for what that looks like in practice, what that, that looks like in reality. And read the organisation's strategic plan and any recent reports to gain an understanding of what the priorities are, what the focus is on, um, what challenges they may have faced and been through and how they've come through them, so that you can get a feel for um, the direction in which the organisation is going, help you to think about sorts of questions that you can ask as well. And look at performance figures and identify where they're performing well and where they aren't. And, and where performance isn't as, as well as what it could be, think about what you would do to improve it. So have some ideas and suggestions or questions that you can ask just to show that you're aware that this is a challenge and this is how you would approach it or this is your thoughts on it. And then recollect examples from your previous experience that demonstrate the criteria. And you might find it helpful to, to write these experiences down, what the situation was, so using the STAR technique, what the situation was, um, what the task was, what action you took and what was the result of taking that action. Just so that you're prepared when you go into the interview with some examples of situations that you've dealt with that demonstrate that you meet the criteria. And then whilst you're um, in the interview, and, and this is part of the prep, well, whilst you're preparing for the interview, think about how you can interweave what you've picked up whilst doing your preparation into the interview and have some questions that you can ask. Questions that are, are uh, re relative to what, what it is that you're going to be doing relative to the organisation, not just questions that you just think of just for the sake of asking questions, but questions which are significant that are meaningful as well.
So looking at the lead up to before you step into the room for the interview um, and how to feel calm and confident before you step in the room. If you have to travel for the interview, so if it's not um, a promotional interview in the current your current location or current building and you have to travel there, give yourself plenty of time to allow for any travel disruptions. There's nothing worse than being in an, going for an interview and there's a delay on the trains or something happens and you get there late because that's going to stress you out and then it'll affect your, when you're feeling stressed, you're not going to be thinking as clearly and as rationally and then it, it can impact your confidence. So give yourself plenty of time to get there to allow for any disruptions that may happen. I remember my last promotional interview getting there uh, getting the train, the un, the undergrounds, and there there was a delay on the trains. There was a, there was a delay on the line, but because I'd given myself plenty of time, I got there early. But then what happened was in in the, in the middle of the interview, and the fire alarm goes off, and it wasn't a, a expected. It wasn't like a a test or anything. So we had to evacuate the building. And, you know, talk about, oh, my gosh, of all the times for that to happen. So we had to evacuate the building. Um, and then it turned out it was a false alarm. We were let back in the building and I continued with the interview. Um, and that was quite nerve wracking. But I was successful. So, um, you know, that was a good thing about it. So make sure you give yourself plenty of time. Certain things cannot be foreseen, but if you've given yourself sufficient time to allow for it, and then hopefully that will sort of negate any delays that may occur. And if it's possible, take time off before the interview. And this is particularly so if you're working in the building where the interview is because it can be sort of distracting. You go into work and you've you've got people sort of approaching you about different things, knowing that you're going to be going for the interview in a couple of hours. So if it is possible, then take time off before the interview. And if it's not possible, this goes without saying, keep your calendar light leading up to it because you don't want to have, say, back-to-back -back meetings or things which are going to be quite pressurised before you go into that interview. And remember, sometimes the interview can start before you enter the room in that the, the panel get feedback from people on reception and other staff that you may encounter um, about, you know, they sometimes they will ask how the person being interviewed has interacted with them. So remember, be on your best behaviour at all times. And if you're feeling anxious and worrying about the interview, uh, it's likely that this will affect your confidence and hinder your performance. And you might find it difficult to think clearly and you might start to have irrational thoughts and, as well as start to worry and then ruminate over what it is that you're worrying about. And you may find 
which is the case for many people, that when you're stressed and anxious, you speed up what you're saying because subconsciously you want to hurry up and get it over and done with. And then you end up talking too fast. And so doing some breathing exercises will help with this. So breathe in for four seconds, hold it your breath for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds, and then hold your breath for four seconds. And do that a few times just to, to slow yourself down, to calm yourself down. If you have breathing problems, then you know, I, I will add a word of caution. If you know if some if you're someone who experiences breathing problems, then get advice about whether you should be doing this. Um I'm adding a, a clause there. Um, rationalising your thoughts and beliefs about yourself and the interview before you go in can help to in, ease that interview anxiety. So whatever it is that you're worrying about, you're feeling anxious about, just rationalise it. Challenge your thoughts and beliefs, what it is that you're thinking about yourself, the interview, the situation, the environment. And change it to something more helpful. As you will have heard me say time and time again, if you change how you think and what you believe, you change how you feel, change how you feel, you change how you act and behave. And sometimes I find clients who, in previous interviews, when they've been greeted by a cold panel, that puts them off. It makes them feel more anxious. But when the panel is warm and welcoming and tries to put them at ease, it is a lot easier for them. And when there is a cold panel, they often imagine the worst possible outcome. And things like the panel already knows who they want to give the role to, but they're just going through the motions of interviewing as a tick box exercise or it's because they are a woman, or it's because of the colour of their skin, or it's because they are introverted, or whatever the situation is. So add your situation into that. And whilst this may be the case in some situations, it's not the case all the time. But if you've already written yourself off in this way before being interviewed, it can negatively affect how you perform. Um, and so I'll, I'll give you an example. A, cl a client of mine, she was a, a, a black woman um, and she had this thing that the panels were um, not choosing her because of the colour of her skin. When, when it was a cold panel, she would go in there and those were the thoughts that would go, go on for her. Oh, they've already made up their mind. They don't want me because of the colour of my skin, because I'm black, blah, 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 blah. But when it, and this was when it was an all white panel. When the panel was mixed or when the panel, if even if it was an all white panel, but they made her feel at ease, they made her feel welcome. Then she was able to relax and she performed better. And, and we looked at, the situations where she had been unsuccessful and she hadn't performed well and that was what had been going on for her and so what I got her to do was to challenge her thinking about why the interview panel may be cold towards her 
And she recognised, oh, there could be many reasons. It could be that, you know, they, they were awkward about interviews themselves. It could be that, you know, they might have been having a bad day. It doesn't necessarily automatically mean that they've already made their mind up about her, that they're not going to select her. Um, and by shifting her thinking in this way and not just automatically thinking cold panel means they're not going to choose me, they've made their mind up already, it's because of the colour of my skin, that that helped to change how she felt and how she acted and behaved. So she was able to perform better as a result when there was a cold panel. So if this applies to you, challenge your thinking about why an interview panel may seem cold towards you. As I mentioned, there could be many reasons for this. So don't automatically think it's because they don't like you or they think that you are not good enough. So you're in the interview room now and you're starting to get into the interview. Um, build rapport, building rapport with the panel is important if you want to win the panel over. Not only will building rapport help you to feel calm, it will also help the panel to feel like there is a connection with you. And this will make it easier for you to feel at ease and be at your best. And research suggests that the impression gained from the initial rapport building part of an interview can influence the outcome. And there was a study that found that the initial impressions of interviewees influenced the result of who to appoint. And the results of the study showed that the initial impressions of the interviewers predicted their ratings for the responses to the structured questions that were asked. And not only that, to the actual employment decisions that were made. So don't just expect the interviewers to be the ones to develop rapport with you. And this is something that I see. Uh, time and time again, uh, people are waiting for the panel to be the ones to do the rapport developing, building, should I say. You can also do your bit to develop a rapport with them. And if you are introverted, you may find that this is a bit more challenging because it may come easier to someone who is more the sociable person. If you're not naturally sociable, you might find it a bit more difficult. Um, but even if you're not someone who's very sociable, make the effort, but do it in an authentic way. Because first impressions do count. And now this next one is a biggie, which I see often lets women down. Um, and it's not just introverted women. And that is remembering to self-promote. And sometimes what I've found with clients who've been unsuccessful, it, this has been the reason that they've not promoted themselves enough. So not demonstrated that they have the ability to perform at that level. Remember, the interview is your opportunity to show what value you bring to the role. And you need to be able to satisfy the panel that you can perform at that level and that you are the best person for it. And in a study, 
looking at why impression management positively influences interview ratings, the findings suggested that, and this is a quote from um, the research paper, in order to fare better in interviews, interviewees should attempt to appear more competent by using honest verbal self-promotion tactics, such as recounting areas of expertise and explaining positive qualities and traits. Now, one client of mine who was unsuccessful at, uh, well, before she came to me for coaching, she'd been unsuccessful at a promotion interview. Um, and she was told that she didn't demonstrate her ability to perform at that level. What she did was she talked a lot about the we. We did this, we did that, but didn't talk enough about the role that she played in it. She didn't big herself up enough. So think about how you can sell yourself. And when I say sell yourself, maybe I shouldn't say sell yourself because that for some people is very uh, a loaded word, which is very off-putting. But how you can showcase your successes and achievements so that the panels are clear about the things that you have done that demonstrate your ability and that you're the best person for the role. Um, and if like many introverted women or many introverts in general, you find it uncomfortable putting the spotlight on yourself, put the focus on the results you have achieved and the difference that that has made, emphasising the role that you played in it. So ditch the we. Well, don't ditch it entirely because, yes, it is good to acknowledge the team effort. But rather than focusing on the we all the time, put the emphasis on the role that you played. So whilst it's good to acknowledge the team effort, don't undersell yourself by not getting across the value that you added. And for the final thing, don't let your mind race ahead so that you start worrying and become anxious. Um, often what happens is you might find that you're going in a flow and, and then your train of thoughts will start to worry or race ahead and then you start worrying and you become anxious and you, you sort of lose that flow or you sort of are thrown off, off the balance. And it's easy to let this happen in an interview for your mind to race ahead and start worrying about the worst possible outcome. And when this happens, it will likely make you feel anxious. And if you're feeling anxious, you're not going to think clearly or you're not going to be able to think rationally. You may not be able to anyway. So if this happens to you, acknowledge it. And tell yourself that you haven't got time to think about that at the moment and that you'll worry about it when you get home. Right now, you'll just focus on getting through the interview. So bring your mind back to the present and be in the moment when your mind starts racing ahead. And be aware that this is happening because sometimes it creeps in without us even realising. So be aware that when your mind races ahead, then you start worrying, you start ruminating, you're not going to be thinking clearly, it's going to make you feel anxious, it's going to affect how you perform. 
to being mindful in the moment, bringing your mind, your focus and your attention back to the present will help you to feel more calm, to think more clearly and to perform better. One client told me that sometimes what happens, she would give a response or start giving a response and then find herself waffling because she hadn't really understood what had been asked. And then knowing that she was waffling made her feel anxious. And then because she felt anxious, it affected how she performed and she didn't perform at her best. So if you get asked a question that you're not sure of or you need to make Um, you need a bit more time to process what has been asked of you. Ask them to repeat the question or seek clarification. And there's no harm in doing that. Don't think that, you know, because they've asked you something, that you've, you've got to have got it straight away. If you need to process things a bit for a bit longer, just ask them, oh, could you please repeat that? Or seek clarification. So that's it. Um, And if you get anxious about job interviews, putting these things into practice will help to make it a better experience for you, making it easier for you to perform at your best and increasing the possibility of you nailing that interview. So thank you for listening. And if you need to increase your confidence, influence and impact, then go to my website, aboundingsolutions.com. There's a free assessment on there that you can complete that will give you some ideas about areas that you can focus on. And for those of you who are are regular listeners, um, the Facebook group, High Achieving Introverted Women, I will be closing that down. So those of you who are in the group will have seen me talk about that recently. Um, But you can still connect with me on LinkedIn, follow me on LinkedIn. Um, engage with my posts on LinkedIn because I will still be very active on there. So until the next time, bye.